Who Gets to Decide, a liberty-based podcast that brings a little piece of sanity to a confused society drowning in a culture of craziness. And here is your host, Seth Martin. All right. Hello, 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 everybody, and welcome to another episode of Who Gets to Decide. This is Seth Martin, your host. Thank you for joining me this evening. Glad you're here. Happy you're listening. Well, the unvaccinated in this country and around the world really need a hand. I think we owe the unvaccinated a huge debt of gratitude. And I'm not the only one who believes that. But let's talk about real quick why that is important, why it is necessary to think and to um, just appreciate uh, the character that this group of people had. Um, one of the things that's offered us is a control group. Okay. All kinds of crazy things are happening with the vaccinated population. And we wouldn't be able to notice it if there wasn't this large group of unvaccinated people. So this is tremendously important. And we have to remember too, that this group of people, the unvaccinated were abused in our society, at least in America. And I certainly Australia. I mean, there are places in the world where literally people were rounded up and put in camps because they weren't vaccinated. Now that is, you know, unconscionable really, but it happened. And I think it's important for us, one, to recognize that that happened. And two, look back on this, because I, I think what's about to happen, I think the lid is going to blow wide open on this COVID-19 thing. I think there's probably crimes of humanity. There's, there's Now, whether or not you know people actually get prosecuted and all that stuff, who knows? But there are, there are things that are going to come out that are going to be just um, shocking to a lot of people. And I've, and I've often said, you know, what are these people that pushed all this stuff on the news media? What are these news media personalities going to do when we all find out that this killed a bunch of people? I mean, what are they going to, how are they going to live with themselves on that? I mean, do they just put a bag on their head and, and walk around the rest of their life with a bag over their head? I mean, I, I don't know how you, I don't know how you get on TV every day and tell millions of people, you need to take the vaccine, you need to take the vaccine, you need to take the vaccine, ignore a bunch of stuff that people were saying in favor of what the CDC and all these government-approved institutions were saying, and and then find out later that you took part in killing a bunch of people or harming a bunch of people. Forget about killing them. What if you just, what if you just helped them make a decision that made the rest of their life short or long, whatever it is, miserable because now they're living with some sort of autoimmune disorder that's attacking their body on a daily basis. I mean, I've seen, I've seen where people can't get out of bed. Um, they're just, their life has just been ruined uh, because of these quote unquote vaccines, which by the way, are actually just experimental gene therapies. So I think it's important that we recognize this group of people, very strong-willed people. I mean, you, you got to remember people's companies were putting pressure on them. 
the government was putting pressure on them. I mean, the government was talking about OSHA mandating it. Um, you had people's families were putting pressure on them to get vaccinated. Like you can't come to Thanksgiving if you're not vaccinated or you can't come to Christmas if you're not vaccinated. So there, there was a tremendous amount of peer pressure placed on this group of people. And I think in retrospect, now that we have this control group and we can actually see all these problems occurring, I, I think is going to, is uh, ultimately it's going to ensnare all these evil people that uh, harmed us, harmed us, harmed our society, harmed our economy, uh, harmed our businesses in some cases. Some people had businesses that closed down or had restaurants that closed down that were quote unquote non-essential. So this, this wrecked our economy in ways we don't even fully understand yet. We, we might not understand for another three to five years how this wrecked our economy. Um, so today I want to play this. Uh, this is an anonymous thing that somebody wrote, and this guy is reading it on his program. Uh, but the letter itself is, is anonymous. We don't know who wrote it. But I think it's um, I think it brings up some great points, and in general, it just honors the unvaccinated. I will say this: I did not write this, but somebody did. Susan, if it's you, this should be holding down a place in every textbook in the world in the future. And I'm going to read to you what I think is one of the most eloquently stated statements about what we have just been through and what we must all recognize is now the truth. And for those of you who've been watching The High Wire, this one's for you. Let this sink in. An opinion piece from a vaccinated Australian writer is what it's called. If COVID was a battlefield, it would still be warm with the bodies of the unvaccinated. Thankfully, the mandates are letting up and both sides of the war stumble back to the new normal. Yeah, we don't yet know what this new normal looks like, but uh, clearly we're stumbling back to the new normal and I think, you know, personally, I think we're in the cover-up phase. I think uh, you, we saw Dr. Fauci resign. Um, Rochelle Walensky looks very nervous uh, to me uh, when I see her interviewed. And in general, you're not seeing these people interviewed very much at all. So th- this we're kind of modeling our way through the new normal. And there's still a blackout in traditional media on any of these subjects. I mean, I you know, see on Twitter all the time where people are hospitalized and they're telling them, they're telling stories about their own loved ones. Okay. It's not just, these aren't just unidentified people. These are, these are stories that loved ones are telling on Facebook and then sharing on Twitter and things like that. There's also, I, I was just watching football today. Um, and I don't know what the cause of this was or anything. We don't know, but this, uh, this, uh, university of Michigan, uh, coach, just collapsed on the sideline today and had a seizure and they had to pause the game and, you know, bring in the ambulance and take him to the hospital. So, um, yeah, who knows what the new normal is, but I think, I think we're in the cover up phase and I think, uh, the powers that, uh, that sprung this on the the global economy and, and all the individuals living in the world are in the, in, in the throes of, of trying to cover this all up. The unvaccinated are the heroes of the last two years as they allowed us all to have a control group in the great experiment and highlight the shortcoming of the COVID vaccines. 
The unvaccinated carry many battle scars and injuries as they are the people we tried to mentally break. Yet no one wants to talk about what we did to them and what they forced the science to unveil. We knew that the waning immunity of the fully vaccinated had the same risk profile as others within society as the minority of the unvaccinated, yet we marked them for special persecution. Just go back and think about some of the stuff that was said on TV that, uh, I mean, that if you uh, were unvaccinated, you went into a hospital. I mean, there were uh, comedians on late night television saying, you know, okay, you got a heart attack. You've been vaccinated. Okay, come right in. We'll hook you up to this monitor. We'll take care of you. Oh, uh, you're having a heart attack. You're, you're unvaccinated. Good luck, Wheezy. I mean, the unvaccinated were persecuted in our society. We were talking about implementing COVID passports and not allowing people unvaccinated to travel on airplanes or leave the country or in Canada's case, uh, enter the country or leave the country. I mean, there, there, was, there was just the, the amount of force that was threatened on the unvaccinated it was really unprecedented. I mean, I, don't, I can't think of, a, of another time in history that uh, we had a similar type of, uh, of arrangement in a group. I, I, you know, a lot of people at the time were equating this to the run-up to the Holocaust, right? You had Jews were excluded from people. And, and I did this. I did this on the program. I don't know which show, but one of my COVID shows. And, uh, you know, they excluded people from businesses. Uh, you know, just like we did blacks here in America. We said, no, you can't come in here and do business with us. And then we, then, then Germans said, oh, Jews can't even own businesses. They made them shut their businesses down. Uh, well, what happened here? I mean, same kind of thing. So, uh, you know, it, it's crazy when you think back to what uh, the, the level of force and totalitarianism that was thrust on the American population and I, I guess the only the only saving grace is it, it was worse in other places. It was worse in places like Australia. But you know you got to remember, uh, you know, yeah, Trump locked us down for two weeks to flatten the curve and stuff, and probably shouldn't have done that. Uh, but he was probably scared and 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 didn't know what to do, and he was being advised to do that. But you got to remember the vast majority of the totalitarian activity that took place in the United States. Uh, on our citizens, our fellow citizens, was was done by the uh, under the Biden administration. I mean, they even pursued uh, going to OSHA to have OSHA mandate companies that had a hundred or more employees to be vaccinated, and they were going to make these companies manage that program. I mean, just just unprecedented type stuff. You see, we said that they had not done the right thing for the greater good by handing their bodies and medical autonomy over to the state. Many of the so-called health experts and political leaders in Australia admitted the goal was to make life almost unlivable for the unvaccinated, which was multiplied many times by the collective mob, with the fight taken into workplaces, friendships, and family gatherings. Today, the hard truth is none of it was justified as we took a quick slide from righteousness to absolute cruelty. We might lay the blame on our leaders and health experts for the push, but each individual within society must be held accountable for stepping into the well-laid-out trap. 
Yeah, you know, the people that did this, uh, they can go blame the government if they want, make themselves feel better. But the reality is, if enough individuals had pushed back on all these policies, none of this would have been possible. And the the other reality is there just wasn't enough people pushing back on this. There wasn't enough people in the media. And who knows why? Maybe they were bought off with fiat currency or, you know, advertising fiat currency or whatever. I mean, this is, this all goes back to the money, you know, right? But um, I I don't know. It's just, you know, I mean, I suppose you can blame somebody else, make yourself feel better. But this is why it's so important that you need to have principles. You need to have some understanding of, of the principles that, that make America what it is. Okay. That make this country in particular, one of the most amazing countries in the history of the world. Now we are squandering that. And that a lot of that is because people don't understand these principles. They don't understand liberty and property and they don't understand how, you know, advocating for various laws by the government undermines these these very principles. But certainly, individual liberty, I mean, it's obvious that you that you should have bodily autonomy. Why should anybody else have any say over what happens to your body or what goes in your body than than you? <laughs> And, and, you know, the, the, another irritating thing is they, they veiled all this in, uh, quote unquote, um, consent, you know, um, informed consent. And you know how that is, right? A bunch of small words at the bottom of a page. Nobody reads that, but, but they did all that, you know, so they could legally, you know, sneak through these, these hoops and stuff. And it's just the whole thing is a is a disaster, and it, and, the, and this guy's right, you know, or whoever wrote this is right. If enough individuals, okay, individual people, thinking people, that were governed by principle, said, you know what, no, I'm not doing it. I'm quitting my job, or you know, I'm going to take a leave of absence. And when all this is done, if you want to have me back, have me back. You know, me personally, I was going to go look for another job. I, uh, I did some research, which I shared with, uh, with the people on this program. And once I read the research and I, like I said, I'm not a doctor, but I read it and I looked at it and I said, there's something wrong with this and I'm not taking it. And so I was faced with having to look for another job. You know, I'm not independently wealthy. You know, this program is not big enough for me to you, you, notice. I don't even have any advertising on here. It's because I don't have enough listeners to have any advertising. So in that light, you know, share the show. Maybe I can get some advertisers on here and, uh, you know, do this full time or something. But um, anyway, you know, it's individuals with with principles are the ones that, you know, really make the world go around. And I and I would just encourage you to share this with um, with other people, you know, and. And, and, and let them think about what it is that they did in, in all this and their role in, in all this totalitarian, you know, medical totalitarianism. It's crazy. 
We did this despite knowing full well that principled opposition is priceless when it comes to what goes inside our bodies and we let ourselves be tricked into believing that going into another ineffective lockdown would be the fault of the unvaccinated and not the fault of the toxic policy of ineffective vaccines. We took pleasure in scapegoating the unvaccinated because after months of engineered lockdowns by political leaders blinded by power, having someone to blame and turn to burn at the stake felt good. We believed we had logic, love and truth on our side. So it was easy to wish death upon the unvaccinated. Yeah, you know, it got downright hateful. <laughs> I mean, you know, I, I don't know. I mean, I don't know how some of you were treated, but, um, you know, I just was shocked, really. I was shocked at how easily people rolled over and took the state's word for everything and just and just fell in line like a bunch of lemmings. I mean, I, 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 I was sitting there thinking, how can this be the United States of America? I mean, where individual liberty is is paramount. It's it's the most important thing that drives the success of our, com- our country and the people in our country. If you don't have the individual liberty to get up and do what you want, what what makes you happy every day, this country doesn't exist in the same way it is right now. It just doesn't. And I was just amazed at how easily people rolled over and just did this, how compliant people were. I mean, it really made me question whether or not this country had, you know, metastasized into something else. And I'm still kind of wondering that. It's one of the reasons I started doing this program is because I was out talking to people and getting beat up, you know, and, and some people didn't want to hear what I had to say. And I thought, you know, there's, there's gotta be people out there that want to hear about the principles that make America great. I mean, God knows, you know, President Trump, (laughs) God love him, but he wasn't even doing it, which I think is a huge, um, just a huge mistake on his part. He just does, he's just not well steeped in principle. He's, I'm the make a better deal guy, you know, but not to get off topic. I just felt like that I could talk into this microphone and there would be people that, are interested in these ideas, interested in what, um, what ails our society, you know? And, um, yeah, so this is one of the reasons I started this show is just, I mean, who gets to decide who should decide what I inject into my body? Who should decide for me? Now, granted, I guess my employer can say, well, you can't come to work here if you're not vaccinated. Okay, fine. You know, give me, Give me two we- give me two months to find another job and I'll be out of here. You know that they value they value people vaccinated over somebody that's doing a great job for the company. I mean, I, it was just shocking to me. The whole thing was shocking, and people that were normally skeptical of government and skeptical of these agencies and and we'd already seen several. We'd already seen a lot of examples, right? We we went through the whole four years of Trump-Russia collusion and Trump did this and Trump did that and, and all that was coming out and people still believed the government. 
I mean, it, it's just, I don't know. I don't, it's, it's very depressing for me to, to think about this. Uh, but I'm glad somebody wrote this, this essay uh, about the appreciation they have for the unvaccinated because it, it, it at, least, at least restores my soul a little bit uh, and makes me feel a little bit better that, that maybe, maybe this had to happen. You know, maybe people had to be shaken out of the, the deep sleep of compliance that they've been living under. You know, I don't know. But, um, but I think the unvaccinated are going to lead us to the truth eventually. And I, like I said, I think the cover-up is on, and it just is a matter of time before this thing unravels. Those of us who ridiculed and mocked the non-compliant did it because we were embarrassed by their courage and principles and didn't think the unvaccinated would make it through unbroken, and we turned the holdouts into punching bags. Lambie, Carr, Chan, Andrews, McGowan, Gunner, and the other cast of hundreds in prominent roles, and we here in America, we could add Fauci and the rest of them and Biden in prominent roles need to be held to account for vilifying the unvaccinated in public and fueling angry social media mobs. The mobs, the masked Nazis, and the vaccine disciples have been embarrassed by betting against the unvaccinated because mandates only had the power we gave them. That's such a critical point at the end. Mandates only give only have the power if you give it the power. If you stand in opposition to that and you say, no, I'm not going to do that, then the power goes away. If enough people do that, if enough individuals stand in principle and say no, then the government can't do it. Look, this happens all the time. The government floats these little trial balloons. You know, I can't think of an example right now, but they'll come out and they'll say, you know, we're, we're kind of studying this or that. And then what happens is there'll be some backlash in the media. And then and then they'll never talk about that again. That's that's what I mean by a trial balloon. They kind of float some idea, and and then they see how much they can get away with it. And if there's a backlash, they back off. They don't they don't try to get away with it. It, it would have been so easy to say for especially people in the media to say, you know what, this is not American, and let me explain why, and just you know have a monologue every day on your show or whatever. But, but we got channels like CNN and ABC, CBS, and NBC that, that just towed the government line for so long. And many of them are still doing it. It's like they got into the habit of doing it during Trump because they, they rationalized that, it was, that, it was, that Trump was so bad that they had to you know just turn, turn a blind eye to all the bad shit that the government was doing and just report on it mindlessly. And, and what happened under COVID, that just continued. <laughs> they just they continued to mindlessly report what the government was saying. And, you know, that's just not America. That's not our history. That's, not, um, that's just not the way the press has... has, has uh, the reason we have a free press is not so they can run around and parrot what the government says. It's so they can challenge the government. And none of that was going on, just none of it. It was non-existent. It was not compliance that ended domination by big pharma companies, Bill Gates and his many organizations and the World Economic Forum. It was thanks to the people we tried to embarrass, 
ridicule, mock, and tear down. We should all try and find some inner gratitude for the unvaccinated as we took the bait by hating them because their perseverance and courage bought us the time to see we were wrong. Yeah, you know, I think that's right. People holding out bought enough time for the data to trickle out and also for people's own experience. You know, people that got double, you know, vaccinated and double vaccinated, they started to recognize that, hey, they were getting COVID too. And in, in the vaccines weren't working. The quote unquote vaccines, I call them vaccines because it's just easier to call them vaccines. But make no mistake, these are not vaccines. Uh, vaccines, and I've talked about this on the program before, vaccines are traditionally have some of the pathogen in them. And they usually irradiate it or otherwise weaken the pathogen and then they inject you with it. Uh, these, these vaccines, again, gene therapies really, were not that were not that. They they were these lipid nanoparticles, which were the lipid nanoparticles designed to infuse into your cell. And then once it does, it opens up this messenger RNA, which creates this spike protein, which then is supposed to create a um, uh, an immune response. The problem is all these lipid nanoparticles were going all over your body. They weren't just staying in the, at the injection site, which is what happens when you get a traditional vaccine. Um, so, you know, th- again, you know, these are you don't have to be a rocket scientist to understand these processes and go, wow, you know, if this thing is biodistributing and going to the liver and the lung, you know, the kidneys and all these different places, that doesn't sound good. Why, why can't people just arrive at that conclusion? Well, I'll tell you why. They were too busy parroting what the government said. Stepping in line, march, march, march in this direction. Um, you know, they were busy beating up on other people, like he said, using the unvaccinated as punching bags. So if mandates ever return for COVID or any other disease or virus, hopefully more of us will be awake and see the rising authoritarianism that has no concern for our well-being and is more about power and control. The war of the unvaccinated was lost, on the unvaccinated was lost. And we should all be very thankful for that. Well, I'm thankful, but at the same time, I'm worried that it's not really over. I mean, you still got uh, these government entities are, are requiring vaccination of people in the military um, and, you know, various other branches of the government. You've got the medical community still requiring um, people to be vaccinated, to work in the hospital, to be a nurse. Um, You know, there's like serious problems with, with some of these things. And so I'm not sure the war on the unvaccinated is over. But it's certainly in its decline. I mean, I, I think we can say that. And, and as this unravels further, um, you know, it's going to, it's going to really uh, cause people to, I think, I mean, this is some speculation on my part, but I, I think this could be as bad as something like the Holocaust that took place in Eastern Europe and Germany. So, in other words, I think we'll look back on this, and, and, and we could, it, it might kill an order of magnitude number of people more over time. I mean, you could see millions and mi- many more millions of people die 
from these COVID mRNA shots than than you you would ever see than than you ever saw die uh, from COVID only, and I, I think that's coming, uh, unfortunately, and um, I just hope that some of these people are held accountable. You know, I I know after World War II, uh, they just put the gallows up in the streets and and hung people. And I'd like to see the same thing happen here. I mean, I, I think this is so bad that something very public and dramatic like that needs to happen to, to really put these people that work in these institutions on their heels somewhat. Because they right now, they, they, they act with impunity on the public. And I think that's, I think that's wrong. That's anti-American. And it needs to stop. All right, well, look, the, the show's a little bit short today, but I've had some long ones in here, so I hope you enjoyed that that anonymous uh, speech, I guess is what it was, and I um, hope you'll share that with uh, with people in your family or your friends, your circle of friends, and, and share the show in general. Um, again, I, you know, I mean, I'd like for the show to be bigger, uh, so if you'll share it, that'd be great. Uh, if you'll go on to your whatever podcatcher you're using and write me a positive review, that would also be great. If you don't like the show, don't don't write a negative view. If you don't mind, just just stop listening. But uh, the positive uh, reviews, I think, do help promote the show. So, all right. Well, look. Until next time, um, you keep coming back. I'll keep uh, making these shows. Take care. <laughs>